Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and today I'm going to be reviewing the new One-Armed Swordsman, a 1971 Shaw Brothers release, directed by Cheng Che and starring David Chung and Ti Lung. It also stars Ku Fung as the villain. Um, this is a, a really enjoyable movie. I highly recommend it. It's available on Amazon Prime. You should definitely go check it out. Um, I've reviewed The One-Armed Swordsman before. I've talked about how that's one of my favorite movies. I think that's a classic. Uh, this is so different, they're very hard to compare, but in a lot of ways, this one actually exceeds the original. Now, The One-Armed Swordsman is a beautiful movie. I think I think in terms of objective quality, it's better, but this one is perhaps more entertaining and and also has some real amazing visuals that uh, that I, I think are, 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 are on par with some of the stuff from the original One-Armed Swordsman. Now, the original One-Armed Swordsman starred Jimmy Wang Yu, and there was a, a sequel called Return of One-Armed Swordsman where he was also the star. And this, uh, this film stars David Chang as, as a different One-Armed Swordsman. It's, it's definitely not a sequel. It's not even really a reboot. It's more just, uh, you know, Chang Che deciding that he's going to pick up a similar storyline and tackle the One-Armed Swordsman idea again. Um, but he comes at it from such a different angle that the movie feels different. It looks different. It's, it's, it's just a very, it's, I think it's, uh, definitely see the one-armed swordsman if you can, and then watch this one. I think, um, I think they're both really great movies. Uh, but this one has a lot going for it on its own. You don't even really need to, uh, refer back to the one-armed swordsman to understand that this is an enjoyable movie, but there are parallels between the two. So this does benefit from just knowing some of those scenes because he, he specifically calls out things that happen in the first original film. Um, and he does them in a different way. So it's just kind of, you know, curious and interesting. But in this one, David Cheng plays uh, uh, Lei Li, who's a, uh, a martial hero that's, you know, famous and well-known. And he, he gets drawn into uh, a duel with, with uh, with Gu Feng, who's uh, who plays Mr. Lung, who you know heads his own organization and is a, considered a respected hero, but 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 Mr. Lung is really just trying to set him up, and this is sort of his thing. He he, he he's not a nice guy, and he tends to set people up so that he can he can uh, eliminate them as a potential threat to himself, and so he he uh, is lured into a duel and basically persuaded. To, to vow to cut off his arm if he loses. And he does lose, and he has to cut off his arm. And, and what's really remarkable, I think, about the, 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 the way this film opens versus the original One-Armed Swordsman is, number one, this opens with a lot of action, which the original One-Armed Swordsman had a much... I mean, there was an action sequence at the beginning, but it didn't open with the same kind of action as this one does. And, and in it, we see David Chung, had, he wields two swords, not just one. So he's, he's literally a two-armed swordsman. He fights with two hands. And, uh, and so it, it raises the stakes of him losing that arm because it's, it's a big deal to him. I mean, and, and, and not only that, but it looks so cool. Like they establish very early on that him fighting with these two swords looks amazing. And I mean, it's it's one one of the best fight sequences in the whole movie. Occurs in the first five seconds when he's uh, he's just going around, you know, cutting people down with his two swords, and and so, you know, not only is his character have to lose that arm, but as a viewer, you have to lose it because you just saw how amazing he looked. And it, I don't know, I I, I think that's one of the things that makes this film so effective is that is how it does that to you. Um, 
But anyways, he, he loses the duel, he cuts off his arm, and he retires from the martial world and becomes a waiter at an inn. And there he, he meets a woman named Bai Zhao who uh, they basically kind of fall in love, but it, you know, he's very sort of you know, grumpy over his, his, his loss of his arm. and his, his, Really, I think he's more upset about retiring from the martial world and his loss to Gu Feng. But, um, but anyways, he, he, you know, he develops a kind of relationship with this woman. And then uh, Ti Lung, playing uh, a character named Hiro Feng, you know, comes in by the inn and uh, the two become really good friends. And, and they, they hear about these, these robberies that are connected to a, a place nearby called Tiger Fortress, where, for whatever reason, uh, Gu Feng's Mr. Lung character uh, happens to be residing there. And, and so T. Lung goes to investigate, and I don't want to spoil anything but, uh, because there's a lot of stuff that happens uh, in the movie that I think if I tell you about it, It'll, it'll ruin the experience for you. But what I will say is, you know, after he investigates, you know, a number of interesting things happen. And there is the need for one of the characters to go get revenge. And it's this really incredible showdown that comes on the heels of one of the horrific, most horrific things I've seen in a movie like this. And and it's just, a, it, it just is a... a, a a wonderful, uh, you know, final battle that that rivals, you know, you know, anything from Golden Swallow to uh, to the Assassin. It's that kind of, you know, just bodies everywhere sort of a thing. Except it's a guy with, um, uh, you know, one arm and uh, facing, uh, you know, a, a, a hypocritical villain named Mister Lung. So, I, 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 again, I. I I'm trying not to spoil things, but it's very tricky here. But it's a great movie. Uh, the storyline is is really solid, and it it takes its time. So the movie opens up with a big, you know, s- series of battles, and we get that 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 marvelous, you know, twin sword play that the David Chang character is doing. But then after he loses to Gu Feng and he retires from the martial world everything kind of slows down a little bit. We get some time to build drama. We connect, you know, we, we make relationships. Uh, you know, there is still, there are still sprinklings of actions. A lot of it has to do with his character being bullied by, by either local patrons or, or people from the, uh, the, the tiger fortress. And a lot of the bullying scenes sort of are callbacks to the original one-armed swordsman. In fact, there's a scene in that where, the one-armed swordsman is he's his hand is pinned to the ground by somebody's heel i believe and something very similar happens here but again all of this stuff is just kind of so they can really build up and 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 when they have the, when when things start moving to the climax it means that much more so in a lot of ways this is more reminiscent of movies like the the original one-armed swordsman or the assassin but it's still got a little bit more action than either of those ones and the the one-armed swordsman in this one He's kind of a cross between Jimmy Wang Yu's Silver Rock and and uh, and the original One Armed Swordsman. So it's he's 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 really embodying you know Jimmy Wang Yu's uh, performances in a lot of ways. He's all dressed in white. He's twirling around with the sword. It's it's a very sort of elegant and uh, and David Chang has that kind of light frame that works well with that. So. Um, uh, so, so the, you know, but the other thing about him is in the original One-Armed Swordsman, the whole thing that's sort of uh, 
the whole he has to learn how to fight again in the original one-armed swordsman the whole point is him trying to find a style so that he can fight he's getting bullied because he doesn't know how to fight with just one arm in this one it's pretty clear that this guy adapts very quickly to losing the arm and it's more about having the will to re-enter the martial world and to pick up the sword again because he, he very early in the movie you can see that he's capable uh, of fighting he just chooses not to and i found that almost more interesting in some ways and and so it's a yeah I, this is um it, it there's there's so much in this movie that i i i, I think you know puts it on like this it, it really is uh its own film you don't have to compare it to the original one-armed swordsman it, you know it it, it 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 has similarities but but it's 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 totally good on its own and uh one thing that it does do i think in some ways better than the first one is it kind of spends a lot of time building the drama around his nostalgia uh for his previous existence as this great heroic legend and i don't think that it's the loss of the arm itself that he's grieving for so much as the loss of his own status as this martial legend when he loses to the Gufung character. Because in that moment when he loses, they they do this incredible thing with slow motion and sound effects that just sort of amplify the emotion of the scene and make you feel his loss. And and like I said, the one of the really excellent things about this movie is how they, they show you how amazing the sword play looks with the two hands then you feel that loss as well so um uh you know i think i think they do a a very interesting job with that where you're uh where where the where this character is he's different than the original one i'm sorry there's that character really just wanted to become a farmer by the end and uh you know he just kind of kept getting pulled back into things and and this character is you know the there's this, you know, when 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 the hero Fung character enters into the scene, uh, you know, it's a reminder of who he used to be, and so there's this this uh, this longing in this character for his for his old life that I don't think was as apparent in the original One Armed Swordsman, and so I like that the that Ti Lung is kind of a reminder of who he used to be, and I like the I like the chemistry that they have together. They're very, uh, you know. Uh, uh, T. Lung and David Chung are, uh, are uh, you know, they, they work very well together. They've been in a, a lot of similar movies together. And I, I think I'll, uh, you know, this is, again, this is more in the wuxia style than in the kung fu style that you sometimes see with the, the later Chang Che movies. Uh, but there are a lot of movies from this period that kind of feel like this one from Chang Che. And, uh, but this one really stands out. And, uh, and so, yeah, I... I uh, you know, and, and when this movie gets close to the climax, boy, does it get bloody. There's a, there's, again, I can't spoil it, but there is a really gruesome scene towards the end. It's so gruesome that even the villain who kind of initiated it, he seems to, his, his stomach seems to turn and he's kind of like, just cancel my appointments. I need to go rest. So, uh, you know, the, 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 and the, and the, the final battle, it just kind of sort of continues with that. So, um, and the the villain in this, played by Gu Fug, is is outstanding. He's sort of a, a classic hypocritical villain. Uh, Gu Fung is always amazing, but but here I think he he does a remarkable job. There, it's sort of a subtle 
kind of a performance and I, I think it works really well it's you know he's, he's, he, there are aspects to the villain that are over the top and humorous uh, but it really requires that that kind of acting in order to pull off so so yeah so this is a um, definitely a good movie worth seeing um, you know sometimes you'll see things like the new one-armed swordsman or return of the one you know whatever with wuxia movies you don't have to care if it doesn't matter if it's like the fifth one they've done all that matters is you know they, you know they, they cheng che directed so many movies that a lot of them uh are just you know the, he just hits them out of the park and this is one of them um so so definitely check it out and uh Again, it's available on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can you can go. Um, I'm trying to think of where else you can see it. You can probably get it on iTunes and stuff. But I know that if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you can see it there, and uh, it it should be easy to get on DVD as well. But this is you know de- you know worth seeing uh, and 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 quite comparable to the original in terms of um, uh, its entertainment value. I do think the original is just kind of more of a it, it's more of a classic and higher quality film overall but this one is probably more entertaining and and i know that's kind of a you know a silly distinction to make sometimes but i think it's an important one uh i think the original one-armed swordsman you know it is it, it it it's something that it has these great moments that are uh that are easy to talk about and and look great in retrospect uh and this is the kind of movie that you just really enjoy it while you're watching it and so uh sometimes i like to make that kind of a distinction uh but but again uh one-armed swordsman 1971 it's a shaw brothers release directed by cheng Che, and you know lots of fun very very entertaining great fight scenes i love that it opens with this this marvelous battle with the the two the two swords and there's also this you know the scene that precedes it where he comes upon a um you know, a massacre that's really spectacular looking. Um, you know, in a lot of these movies, you see you have the thing where the people die and they sort of freeze in place, and there's a whole bunch of people that are just the the remnants of an old battle, and and it, it looks really cool. Uh, so the the opening really establishes the atmosphere, and it gets your blood pumping, and then they they pull you in with that, and then they are able to get a little more dramatic, I think, because they it starts off with such a bang. So as you can tell, my voice is maybe starting to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to end here. Now I have another uh, podcast. We just put up the other day where uh, me and Lady Chow Fung talk about the holy flame of the martial world. I think that's definitely uh, a good uh, discussion and worth checking out. You know, it's uh, just one episode back. So, so take a look and I'm going to be on this weekend with, uh, Maybe not this weekend, but I'll be on with Adam again to talk about the next episode of Doctor Who. And then uh, I think the next classic Doctor Who, me, Nick, and Adam are going to do will be The Ark in Space. And hopefully I'll be on with some other reviews and stuff. So, uh, so, all right. Hopefully I did that movie justice. Um, I actually recorded uh, a review before I just did this one, and I lost it because of a technical glitch. And... Uh, and so I covered a lot of similar ground, but I'm hoping I didn't miss anything. Uh, but, but definitely I, I, I say, go check this one out. Go see the first one first, see original one arm swordsman, if you can, and then see this one and then maybe check out return the one arm swordsman. I don't think you need to see both of the original one arm swordsman films before you see this one. 
but the, you definitely do want to see the first one if you can see it. Uh, if not, watch this one and then you know go back and watch the original. But, uh, but I think it's helpful to know some of the important scenes in the first one because they do, they do reference them. Um, so, all right, I will talk to you later. And until then, have a great day.